This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us. Hello. This morning. Hi, hey, Gareth. what about that? Must, have we got a jingle for him? What about this one? Whatever happens to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can, uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> that is one sick burn, Frank. You can, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I leaned on the, uh, on the baby bio. Text the show at 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's lovely to see you, Gareth, as ever. Thank you. I love so, you. It's always good to start the show in floods of tears. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, um, it's good, though. Welcome it cleans, back. It's very cleansing. Yeah. Gets yeah. all the... Get, you, know, the you know that you sleep? Feel, you feel better afterwards, don't you? Can I say, one oh. of my favourite things about the human body is sleep. That you're gonna I'm so relieved life. you oh. said that. Yeah, well, it, obviously, it's That's changed over the years. <laughs> mm. I love the fact that sleep, a very sort of abstract concept, mm. um, it can be... Um, you can actually... Hold it. You can hold it in your hands. You know when you're picking oh, out you the can. You know when you're picking out the corners of your eyes. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, that I sort see. of sleep. What I mean, it's you all, mean? Yeah. But it comes from. I mean, it's all sleep. Yeah. Mm. I love it. I always things like worry. If you could hold a little bit of worry in mm. your hand, or if there was some sort of residue that came from worry that would crust over, and then you could just pick out. You could yeah. remove it from your body. Yeah. Or fear. I suppose there is a. Residue that comes from fear. Okay. Frank, yeah. Just Frank let it dry, pick it out. That's <laughs> what you have to... Oh, no, please. Just a, a FYI, Frank likes to start the show with some of his esoteric stuff. Mm. <laughs> no, I think it's an interesting... Do I? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I say that I had exactly that shirt? Oh, really? Which shirt? You're not but looking the, at me, the are you? The shirt wearing. And can I, why I remember it is a man had my face tattooed on his chest... He didn't. Um, I'm wearing that shirt. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> um, it, and he said, oh, yeah, there you are, just, just next to my ex-wife. And, <laughs> um, and someone told me that I saw this man yeah. recently. And um, he showed them the tattoo, but he's aged quite a bit. Oh, dear. And, and I've sagged. Somewhat. So it's a bit like, you know, the picture of Dorian Gray, the Oscar one. It's like mm. the tattoo of Dorian Gray. So I'm still yeah. boyish in appearance. And, um, you said? and my tattoo has, um, <laughs> has, has fallen into disarray. That's, that's oh. saggy. Yeah. That's good. There you go. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Um, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> so here's the thing. This, this, I think this will balance things out a bit. Um, yes. Gareth? Hmm? This will Baron. Can yes. you find listening is absolutely crucial? I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I've got my undivided attention. I promise. I was on. I was on a at a charity do at the weekend. Oh, and yeah. I I had put a prize into the um, into the auction, which was um, four tickets to see um, Room One Hundred One recorded. Oh, second prize, eight tickets. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, <laughs> don't speak too soon, because um, all these th things were going, and then it got to it, and he said, right, well, stop, and they'd put it last, as if it was going to be the big... Oh, it's the big prize. Yes. prize of the night. Who and was the auctioneer? I don't know his oh, name. OK. Did he have a moustache and a pocket watch? Um, and a waistcoat? No, I think he auctioned that. Oh, OK. They've that always was, got a moustache. That was. I can't remember if he had... I don't think he had a moustache. No. Anyway, so... Um, so he said, oh, it's after a £1,000. £1,000. 
anyone. Come on. Come on. Come on. And then, it's, <laughs> then the come on. Oh. You don't... I don't mind come on from a, an auctioneer. I don't want... Oh, come on. <laughs> and that's the way... Anyway... It went for a thousand pounds. There was no. He oh, oh, didn't, didn't manage go. to get someone. Oh, the starting mm. price. But how will you watch your own show, though? <laughs> <That's the question>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll just give them to uh, the, to the homeless. So that was for four tickets. But four how tickets. much do they normally go for? They're free. Yeah, yeah you see. I know, but that you know. <laughs> well, I'm going down this week, and I'm oh. I'm sure it's all not in two hundred and fifty pounds. Don't feel you have to tell us that in advance. <laughs> and well, I. Um, I, you know, they get to go in the green room and there's the soft cheese and free alcohol. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very grateful to them that they bought. But a, a man then came up to me after, i got to tell you this, mm. and said, uh, to be honest, we thought we'd get a lot more than that. <laughs> oh, no. And I thought, this can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my entire career flash before me. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Afterwards, I was I was just saying goodbye to some people, and this guy came over. He said, "Don't feel too bad about that prize." I thought, "Please." And this was what he said. He said, "A lot of the people here tonight they weren't living here in the nineties, so they, they, they don't know who you are." Um, <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in from the outside world. Okay. I appreciate I'm giving that something of a, an over-the-top fanfare, as if we only get one text. But this is from David Kupelian, and he has said, watching the morning news, I've just seen a picture of Frank on a £5 note. Discuss. Mm. <laughs> so that means you're either the Queen... Well, can I say, I've just we just got that text through during the song, and I yep. actually heard myself saying for the first time in my life... <laughs> Do I look like Churchill? <laughs> and <laughs> I suggested it as a text in. It's something that's never occurred to me before, that the possibility <laughs> that I look like Churchill. Do you look like Churchill? I what? mean, not massively. What? Well, I don't think particularly look like Churchill. <laughs> Is it the new £5 note they're talking about? Yes, the plastic one. OK, because the old one was either the Queen or Elizabeth Fry. I do look a bit like Elizabeth How Fry. How be... <laughs> Yeah, I've got yeah. that pale look of someone who hangs around in prisons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look a bit like the Queen, darling. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. This, I think it must be the, the, the other one. Who's that? George Stevenson. Do I look like him? Well, I think you look more like him than you do Churchill, Elizabeth Fry. Thank God I've established which um, currency-based historical <laughs> figure I look like most. Yes, OK. It's got that up. There used to be one with John McEnroe and the Queen. Do you remember that? He wasn't on a five-pound note, was he? No, you could bend a, a fiver or something, and he, meant, he put a bald head on the Queen, or a balding head, and it made, it made uh, look like John McEnroe. It really did work brilliantly. Oh. It really did look like John McEnroe. But I think you'll find that that has now gone out of circulation. OK. Like so many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Take, for example, I went out with a mermaid once, fabulous figure, 36, 24, and 3 and 6 a pound. <laughs> now, of course, 3 and 6 a pound... It's such a great joke, and it's been lost. Did anyway, you do that one of your Room 101 recordings? Um, oh, I might do. Now, <laughs> now I know what they're worth. <laughs> um, I should say I'm very grateful for the people who bought yes. it. And it's, it was for charity, so it's all good. I, myself... Look, um, a £1,000 isn't to be sniffed at. 
No. However, you, you I, wouldn't have said I, that in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay. That is so accurate. Because, and I tell you that what though, Frank, you do always want it to be higher than the asking price, don't you? Well, there is, it's just yeah. the embarrassment. It's oh, the social do. embarrassment. There is no asking price. But I mean, I I paid um, six hundred pounds for a bag. Mm. which sounds like a quote from the first Wayne Rooney scandal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I uh, I don't have no idea how much it would actually cost. But you you're not buying yeah, a 10p bag. Yeah, 10p usually, if it's a bag for life. No, no, it's not one of those bags. Oh, right. It was like, it was, it was uh, leather. It was, I oh. mean, actually, are you familiar with the make Trossardi? Yes. Okay. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it. Oh. oh. So. <laughs> not a good news Frank, you know what it? i would say i would describe it as Go on. fine okay fine leather that's good <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fine well, look, if was, that's your thing well i paid 600 quid for it Ooh. you know it's for, it was for, it was a fair like a really good charity did you buy it for a lady no it's it's a man's bag no it's not <laughs> it definitely it says it's, on it it might say on it is not a man's bag it definitely is it says on the label. This is awkward. It has the word man on the label. <laughs> man, oh, man. Oh, God. It's almost like they're protesting too much, Frank. Anyway, um... You bought a lady's bag, like, okay. £600. I made it up. I didn't buy a trossard bag. I bought a truss. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still get a truss? There used to be lots... Of, it used to be a big part of... Uh, oh, hold on a minute. The truss. <laughs> there used to be lots of jokes in British comedy about uh, uh, a trust. Yes. Yeah, it used to say because it's it, there Sarah's looking rich. You know fam- there was one concerning a famous director, which we won't go into. It's a sort of a um, well. Put it, the joke was, oh, my my uncle owned a trust factory, and I've relied on him for support my whole life. It's mm. a sort of garment that you wear if you've got like a hernia or something like that for men. Yeah. Oh. I'm just explaining it to Sarah, but I'm explaining it to our younger viewers at the it's, same time. It's a supportive... I said viewers, yes, I know. Supportive. Yes. Struts are involved. Um, I wonder what's happened to... If you can still get a truss. I'm sure you okay, can. Okay, so, so far on 8, 12, 15, we've got, <laughs> do I look like Churchill? And can <laughs> you still get a truss? This morning's texting. And from yeah. my conversation with the driver this morning... Um, oh, how did that go? Do you still need antifreeze? Mm. And when's the last time you saw a car with a sign that said running in on it? <laughs> hey, 12.15. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We've had a text in, Frank, about... Another truss- one? Well, it's about trusses. <laughs> oh, OK. Which is an extraordinary turn of events. It is. This is from Cathy Wall in oh. Levington Spa. Any relation to Max? I'm not sure. I hope so. Carry on. Hi, Frank. I'm a pharmacist. And yes, you can still get trusses. Oh, They're good. very rarely prescribed now, though, mostly for old people mm. who can't have surgery. They're available for men and women. Oh. There's elastic band, and then there's the lethal spring type. Hope that helps. There's a spring. Well, I'm very intrigued by the lethal spring type. That sounds, that's what Zebedee <laughs> used to wear. Yes. <laughs> On the magic round. I'm glad they still exist. I said they, were, they were a mainstay. Les Dawson mentioned them every eight to ten minutes in his act, I would say. Right. That's my trust count of the Les Dawson <laughs> um, back catalogue. I suppose with the front catalogue in this respect. Yeah. Uh, and then know. Gareth was looking at currency, weren't you? Yes. I mean, I think, um, was it John Stevenson? 
George. George Stevenson. I think that's probably who it was, but I'd very dearly like to know what that person meant. <laughs> That's how he thought you looked on Perhaps he's just sent it in. He's just like he's throwing a, you know, a firework in the barrel of kittens. Sabotage. Ah, oh, Cochrane. I knew it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> We've Real had another guy. text, 274. Oh, yeah. How do you go through life sober? Um, very happily, thank you very much. OK. I can't, you see, you don't get the highs, but you don't get the lows. Good night. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Here's White Snake. <laughs> And there'll be more reformed alcoholic advice from Frank Skinner tomorrow night on Radio 4. (laughs) And now, a book of bedtime. Danny Dyer reads (laughs) Homer's Iliad. (laughs) Um, How much do I want that to exist? Look, my voice cracked. I was with emotion. Um, So, I did um, Good Morning Britain. This week. Well, I know, I saw it. Oh, oh did you see? Who sees it? I do. What is it? What is it? I do. Is it one it's, of it's the. Breakfast tele- it's oh, ITV's okay. breakfast television. A news. Here's... Newsy? Quite news heavy, is it? No. Well, you know, it is. It, it is. It's not just fluffy and light, is it? I mean, f- par exemple. Um, I'll tell you who I really like is Susanna Reid. I like her. Oh, yeah. I find her, not, you know, I find her pleasing to look at in the morning. Aye, aye. <laughs> This is the current climate. Yeah. They don't care. They just well, come out with it. I mean, it's fine. And yeah. I just think she's got a nice manner. Okay. She has. I haven't been to her house. <laughs> um, I um, well, And there's I, Piers Morgan as well. Yes. Wow. It was uh, well. Nigel um, Farage was on before me. Nigel Farage. I've decided to call him yeah. from now on. Nigel Farage. Well, no. But the thing is, he's all for the you know. Let's stay as English as we can be. Yeah. And not many salt of the earth English people say garage no they say garage none of your fancy foreign ways so I think so Nigel Farage was on before me yes and guess what Frank said at one point Frank said to Piers Morgan after Nigel Farage had left well this is this is a verse for you Piers not being the most unlikable person on the sofa (laughs) well I did I mean in in between those two I felt like an absolute the most loved man in Britain um, (laughs) yeah yeah, you were he was actually quite entertaining old uh, Piers Morgan yeah because he just goes completely he he doesn't ask the normal because I was on plugging something obviously I was plugging my Sky Arts programme well you were plugging it and you got quite angry at one point because they carried on the chat and Piers was asking all sorts of questions about football Donald Trump a lot of your 90s stuff and uh, he, at one point, Frank got a bit knocked. Who and, are you? And he, yeah. <laughs> uh, he got a bit knocked. He said, well, I am here to plug the show. Well, I have so to do the plug. I'm going to get in trouble. He, he said that. I once was plugging that exact same show on Sky Breakfast with Eamon Holmes, and he never got round to asking me about it, to the point where I thought, oh, maybe I'm not on to plug that. <laughs> we just talked about my tour. Yeah. And when I got into the green room after, the PR woman was actually in tears. Because oh, oh. I hadn't mentioned it and was being consoled by Daniel O'Donnell. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's quite a sight. That is a really good commitment to your work. Mm. When You're I saw him, person. I saw him later on. Because um, when I was doing the rounds. Who's no, that I saw Holmes? Daniel O'Donnell. O'Donnell. On another show, and he said, Now make sure you plug the right thing <laughs> today. I thought, Daniel, oh. he's a rascal. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, 
yes. So uh, as I went on to the uh, set at Good Morning Britain, yeah. um, Farage was just leaving, and I, I had a choice. Did you see him? I could walk right past him and. Uh, we either have the handshake or we don't. But mm-hmm. I, I went the other side of the camera. So we passed within about seven feet of each other, but mm-hmm. I avoided actual. OK. Yeah. Don't want to be shaking hands in front of the camera either. Well, I, well right. he gave me his business card once. Oh. OK. Mm. Have you called him? No. OK. Oh, look, I don't want to jump on the anti-farage bandwagon. Um, I don't know him. He might be lovely. But I'm, I was wary of him <laughs> and also I, even I don't think he'd be good for your brand right now you've well, become I, a you've become a I don't have a, a brand lovable well you do but I've also worked out that I, even though I was on about seven feet from him um the whole left side of my body suddenly became very furious about the free movement of labour. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a very odd experience. Um, I, the reason I knew he was there is when I arrived in my dressing room, there was a security guard pacing up and down. But, I mean, not in a uniform. Why? In a suit. Was he wearing jewellery? Yeah, you know, they have that um, curly mm. bit around the ear. Yes. Those, and he was... So Farage was sitting in his... Um, in his uh, dressing room and he had the door open he was sitting by the door and he was talking to this security guard through the gap in the door very reminiscent <laughs> of when you someone has to bring you paper to the toilet and you have to talk <laughs> round they have to hand it round the door I mean I'm hoping that wasn't happening so is that his security do you think it must be yeah he must get um, a full timer oh and who does he talk to on the headset are there, is there backup, or is the headset to suggest that there is backup somewhere, but there isn't really backup? That's a very good question. Um, I, ma- I imagine maybe there's a driver or something outside. Well, who's paying for the security? Well, that's a whole other question. I don't know the answer to Text that. Text in on 812.50. Trompelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Have yeah. you caught up with the old Brexit concept now? <laughs> I think so. Yes. It was a big moment on the show where I asked Gareth about Brexit. He said, I've never heard of it. It was some time. I think it was the early days of Brexit. Well, was it? <laughs> it was about a month before the referendum. <laughs> anyway, mm. we, you've caught up. It was good. Yeah, no, we yeah. all I've, love it now. But I have fantasised about having a security guard. Have man like that. Wouldn't it be great? You'd never, wherever you went, if anybody said to you, well, these people weren't living here with the, in the 90s. That's why they don't know who you are. You could just mm. have them bundled off. I think it would be worth it just because it would make you look so petite, which is always a plus yeah. in my view. Yeah, and they, look, they always look bad in a suit, of It's course. like when I hung out with the world's strongest men briefly. I just felt so lovely and small, and I enjoyed that. No, I can, I can see the lure of that. I love the idea of saying, Reginald, can I, uh, can I sit on your shoulders <laughs> for a bit? <laughs> Oh, all right, get up, up, you, up <laughs> you go. And then just go down the street sitting on his back, just tying with his curly bit. But oh, you know what, lovely. Frank? I thought you did really well on that show. Thank you. Because... You're so supportive. Well, I, well I'm like a truss in that respect. You are, yes. <laughs> Elasticated or spring? Yeah. But you plugged your show and I was relieved because mm. there was a tense moment and I could see the music. You know when the music comes in for Lorraine? Yes. And I thought, oh, no, the music's coming in and he's not plugged the show. And that little bit of last-minute, late aggression, there's a little spurt, and yes. you've got your mention in. 
No, it's, it's very important that. I once saw um, Mil- a clip of Milton Berle, the American comic, and he used to do sketches with various guests. And he had a, this blonde model-type 50s woman mm. who didn't look like she'd done a lot of acting. She was in a sketch. And you could see he was just about to do his punchline, and she went to speak, coming too early, and his arm went out to stop her. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Had the wall of the studio been falling over, he would have held it up long enough to do that punchline. <laughs> the arm went out. She stopped. <gasps> she absolutely, <gasps> absolutely stopped in her tracks, and then he delivered the punchline, and everything was okay. Ah, uh, comedy. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think we may have got partly um, into the answer of the mm. me being on a fiver. Nothing to do with George Stevenson. Turns out I don't look like Churchill. We're no. getting closer, aren't you we? You were featured on, or your visage was, mm. this morning on Sky News. And I have evidence of this. I, ho- I spoke with the Chancellor this morning. I have in my hand, not a piece of paper, no. but a Twitter screen, screen grab. Screen? Screen grab. <laughs> That's what would happen now. If, someone, if, if Hitler was around now, someone would have come back and said, I spoke to this, the German Chancellor. I have in my hand a Twitter screen grab of his reply. I spoke to the German Chancellor. I have a GIF in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's another story. But it is someone appears to have mocked up. Someone at Sky News, Boffins, have been up all night. Boffins? Mocking up a £5 note with your face on it, Frank Skinner. Yes. No, and, but we don't know why. No, we don't know also, why. And also, Gareth, rather mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's a rather serious news headlock caption underneath with the rolling news. Well, it's, it's always a problem when you're on Saying, the news. There's all sorts of other terrible things going yes. on underneath. Well, there's a big picture of Frank, and then it says um, there are now no food or medical supplies left. Yes, exactly. Well, that's they're just judging from my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, d- I don't know. I'm, s- I'm presuming there was a series of minor celebrities transposed <laughs> onto Fifers in some sort of comic um, Who else sequence. made it on? Russell yeah. Grant, come on. Russell Grant, I don't think you'd get on a Fiver. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to have to go up to 20 at least. 50. It's a, p- it's a pity France doesn't have Franks anymore because that would have been perfect. Oh, for you, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Still not worked out the Brexit thing. <laughs> Hasn't even what? got the Euro sorted. <laughs> <laughs> behind. Don't, look, I don't want the last word to be behind before we go into the news. <laughs> so, please, if you know what that was about on Sky News, we'd like to make an appeal for any information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come forward. This Thank man you. was seen yeah. on the news. And all if your, anyone knows why. And your names will be obviously handled confidentially. Yeah. So don't worry. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'll uh, have some hot breaking news. We have news breaking on, news here the, on um, Absolute Radio. Why Frank was on. Well, it's us yes, reporting something you, that happened on in, Sky News. In case you've just joined us, someone said, I've just seen you on a five pound note on the television. We were. We were confused. Not something that happens that often. Frank got a little bit insecure that someone was saying he looked like Winston Churchill. Yeah, exactly. Or flattered that he looked like the Queen. Yeah. But now you've got the... Have you got the answer now? Yes. So what they have said is that um, in Birmingham, they're considering having a Birmingham pound. 
which oh. like, uh, a system like they've done in Bristol where it's like a local currency to make sure people spend that money in local shops. Good idea. Mm. And, Two um, other celebrities were pictured. Let me guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yes. Correct. And Jasper Carrot. Correct. Nailed On it. both counts. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. It's like the Birmingham Walk of Fame. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, um, well, what fabulous. other Birmingham famous people are there? Oh, there's plenty of others. Oh, Cat D and Adrian Childs. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, they're not an item. They're two no. separate individuals. Breaking news! Cat <laughs> <laughs> Dealey and Adrian Child. Cat Dealey a big star in America now? Yeah, Couldn't kind tell of. You. She's, had, she's had a baby with Patrick Guilty. <laughs> um, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. So there you go. Well, and people, um, yeah, we've had loads more people, 264, all to do with Birmingham getting its own currency. Oh, well, that makes sense. That's put my mind at rest. I thought there was some, I'd been found to be part of some money laundering <laughs> scam. If it helps, I think out of that triumvirate, Ozzy Osbourne, Jasper Carrot, and yourself, you look the best. Thanks very much. Okay. Have um, you seen the other, <laughs> oh, the other mock-ups, or do you mean just generally? Just generally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think Arcee would be a good figure to have on it now. Mm. I've never seen anyone on on currency in shades. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time that, that that taboo was broken. Particularly with those tiny little Gary Oldman Dracula, yeah, round shades, it, which I believe he wears, doesn't he? The purple Dracula right. shades. If, <laughs> if you had to vote for um, someone in shades to be on the new Fiverr, I, I, I have to say, rightly or wrongly, mine would. Who would have... you go, Orbison? No, Carlos the Jackal. <laughs> Oh, man, that picture of Carlos the Jackal, which I've studied many times. When he's Has got, he got shades on Yeah, it? he's got like a light, like one of those yellowy sort of shades, oh. you know, they had he in has. the 70s. <clears throat> but what always gets me about it is he's got one collar in and one collar out, the Jackal. Oh. And uh, as if someone couldn't have said, oh, Carlos, come here a minute. <laughs> there you go. OK, smile. And that photo's gone everywhere, let's face oh, it. Oh, yeah. Gaddafi wore good shades. Did It'd he? It'd be a good, yeah, Gaddafi sh- mirror shades. Oh, Am did he wear the mirror that? aviators? Am I imagining that? Oh, respect. Maybe no, that no. was just when we hung out. That might be a good text in uh, unexpected <laughs> places we've seen shades. Well, if maybe there should be a I've special... never seen the Pope in shades, for example. <laughs> no? If the Pope did wear shades, I think he should go for a, a good old-fashioned Ray-Ban. Keep it simple. Yeah, do you think? Keep it simple at Pontifex. I'd like to see him in those. You know those Elvis ones with the holes in that thing? Because it sort of goes with the white suit. That's what they were designed for originally. I call those the, uh, thank you very much, most, shades. Most surprising person you've seen in shades, 8, 12, 15. Love it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. So this week I was reading about um, Wayne Rooney um, oh, yeah. because he was, um, and I need but some you were clarification about it. What in the, in the British Library? <laughs> I was reading about it. Went to the your thesis. <laughs> it's, you're not someone else claiming he's the missing link. <laughs> no, because so he's got into trouble. Mm. I'm not entirely. I, mean, I think I, you'll find he's got into a little bit of trouble. He's got, yeah, yes, got into a little bit of trouble because um, for. Gate crashing a wedding at a hotel. Well, I so was he staying hold, at the hotel? Hold. He was staying at the hotel mm, because he was training with the England men. 
Well, he'd played for... Uh, uh, come on, Gareth. He, he was play, training he with England. He played for England yes. against Scotland. When so was that? It was the aftermath. The that day was before. Last Friday. Friday, OK. We were at Coldplay. Yes. So this was on Saturday night. Yeah. He was hanging... I think some of the other team went to a nightclub, but he stayed in the hotel. Hold on. But the, surely these are professional athletes we're talking about. <laughs> it was a night off. No, but yeah. come on, they're at the top of their game. They can yeah. do what they want, Young these men. England boys. Yes. Um, and um, he... Uh, there was a wedding going on in the hotel. Yes. And I think, t- to be fair, I don't think he gay-crashed. I think he, he was hanging around well, looking I think he, I've, I've had this myself <laughs> in, in weddings oh, in the hotels. You, you're in the foyer. Here we go. The struggle is real, everyone. <laughs> yeah. People ask me for a selfie. So what? And, um, and somebody says, oh, we're having a... Come in, come to the wedding. One bloke said to me, come and, uh, come and do a speech. They'd love it. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, okay. That sounds great. <laughs> Next thing you know, gate crasher Skinner. <laughs> but you know, because I don't drink, I, n- I don't go in there. But no. they always say, "Come on, have a drink, have a drink in the wet." Yeah. But he's obviously he's, yeah, he's he gone. Said, oh, all right. Yes, I will. Do. I mean, well, he's gone. Yes. However, he didn't look like the most reluctant. I mean, the lips were purple with red <laughs> yes. wine. So he yes. was. Pic- some people took pictures of selfies. You know, when the lips go purple. Because yes. they've drunk so much red wine, the purple. Yes, but you could say that um, where, oh, whereas I'm too itty-tighty to go into these weddings, mm. Wayne Rooney, man of the people, yes. has gone in. And well, also... He's not too proud to go in there. Well, it's not that he's too proud. I don't think he's not too sober to go in there. He was wearing um, his kit. Yeah, I didn't quite work that out where he had his shirt on. Like a child at a wedding. Who <laughs> yeah. wear the best item well, of clothing seen... they've got is a football but shirt. But also, Memorabilia. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit tricky, that, as well, because you can't really sort of say, I just want to be left alone. Well, yeah. it going reminded, down an England shirt. <laughs> it reminded me... Um, with Rooney on yeah, the back. Yeah, just respect Rooney. my privacy, please. <laughs> when, in an England shirt. When and me and football uh, boots? Me and David Baddiel were at the World Cup in Germany, and I was doing a documentary about learning the banjo, so they flew my banjo teacher over for a lesson. Wow. And he was... <clears throat> His, his world was banjo. He didn't know mm. anything about football. He said, I don't know any of the players. And he said, who's, who's the most famous English player? And we said, Wayne Rooney. And he said, I think he was on my plane coming over. Oh, wow. And we said, really? But he must already... He's already here. And he said, no, no, I saw he had his name on his back. Oh. <laughs> and it, oh, God and it, it reminded me of that. But now it doesn't seem such a ridiculous story. <laughs> because Rooney is wandering around with his name yeah. on his back. Does he not have other clothes? They said he was... Well, the main thing I loved about this was that he started playing the old piano. Yes. And they, someone, I an eyewitness that. account said he was referred to him as mashing the keys. Yes. They went on to say, I reckon Elton John can sleep easy. <laughs> I doubt that. Well, I do, because <laughs> he seems quite a neurotic type. No, but he's seen some stuff. <laughs> I'm a... Um, <laughs> but I don't think that's what keeps Elton John awake. I don't think he's sitting at home going, oh, what if a footballer <laughs> was drunken at a wedding, takes to the piano and topples me off with my throne as the greatest living piano player? No, he told me that nagged at him constantly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, you must funny, have heard that song. <laughs> what if... What if Carol in the car play a piano like me? I would look a fool. Yeah. It's one of, I think it's one of his best. Thanks, Skinner. 
We've had some lovely pictures of surprising people wearing <laughs> sunglasses. Oh, who, who we got? The Pope? Yes. Oh, the Pope? Yeah. Oh, have we got like, the Pope in the shades? Yeah, quite sort of... Not the um, Elvis hip, ones. Uh, sort of a bit like Ali G used to wear. Oh, OK. <laughs> a bit like that, really sort of like wraparound... Yes, you remember Is this those, the current Frank? Pope, Francis? Um, no, I think it's one of the previous... Because Benedict was a bit of a... He was a bit of a fashion guru. Was he the one yeah. that wore the red Prada red shoes? Red Prada slippers, yeah. Oh, <sighs> He had me at those. Um, the Queen? <laughs> well, the Queen and Prince Philip, but I think they're watching something in 3D. Oh, well. Now, I've had a text from Paul regarding that. Not a text, that makes Paul? it sound like he's a personal correspondent. Paul? He's one of our readers. He says, royalty in shades, thoughts. Grace Kelly, yes. Prince Andrew, not so much. Yes. If, if I saw Prince Andrew in shades, I would assume he was receiving a brown paper envelope. <laughs> That was going to be left behind a cistern in a public toilet. He looks a bit close protection, doesn't he, Prince Andrew in shades? He's, um, yeah, I would, um, if I suddenly became the chief of police, I would just arrest him and just have a chat. Mm. I think there's something going on. Yeah. But anyway, we're all different. And we've got some more hashtag Brom celebs coming in. Uh, okay. Neville Chamberlain. Well, yeah, not actually from the area, but and he did, uh, he was the mayor. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, no, he wasn't the mayor. His dad was the mayor. Dad, Joseph Chamberlain. Oh, it's Chamberlain all getting a bit tenuous. Yeah, sorry about that. Joseph Chamberlain, that would be a good one. Okay. There's a few. Who else is on the uh, Walk of Fame? Just trying to well, think. Noddy Holder. Holder. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Somebody okay. from the Archers. Yeah, the Archers, or just generally the Archers. I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm, you're I'm sick of this list. list. I'm sick of this list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're from Birmingham. Yeah, exactly, but you know. <laughs> Meanwhile. Over in the Grove Hotel yes. with Wayne Rooney. Mm. Now, the, the, he was apparently out till 5am. Okay. There's a lot of apparently, we should say, flying around with this story. No one seems to know what actually happened. Robbie Savage has come out. And, well, no, 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 Whoa! Yes. News exclusive <laughs> on Absolute Radio. <laughs> He has said... Less savage than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> More Lily. <laughs> no. He said, curfews are there to be broken. Right. Oh, that's why curfews are there. He's come out in defence of him. He's and he says, Look, never lived in a totalitarian regime. No. no. And he's sort of saying, calm down, everyone. Well, yeah. I, I, It's I, what Roberta Savage is saying. Well, look, I, I think that... Um, Wayne Rooney's entitled to let his hair down. Let's face it, it's let him down. <laughs> <laughs> In a big way. Has um, he, can I ask a question, a delicate question? Go on. He had, the, he had the work, didn't he? He's had it done twice, I believe. Well, it didn't take the first really? time, did no. it? No, it was... Um, did he have the sort of Frankenstein monster, which I, know, I just know you're familiar with this, every aspect of this character. Did he have the, the sort of little marks Oh, he didn't have the pepper pot. Oh, I thought he did. No, he, he, I think when he realised the first go wasn't taken, he went in, he went in early. Did, what did he have the next time? More of an Elton John? No, I think he had another, another weave, but it's, it's, uh, it, this one's um, held on firm. OK. Respect. I mean, I imagine he's wearing quite a bit off when he leans against you rhinos at about three <laughs> in the morning with his head on the wall <laughs> and his hands in his pockets. You know, that, that yes. sort of drunken you rhinal thing. But, I, you know, I, he's, I, also he's nearing the end of his career. I think, you know, he can have a drink. Yeah. Yes, but is he good enough to behave that badly? Well, no, probably not. That's the... It's a bit like if you're going to be a horrible person, you've got to be really hot. 
Yeah, so it's, that's he's so not. Um, is he good enough right now? I don't know. You're more familiar with his current form, Frank. Is he good enough to be- to behave that badly? Um, I well, I think probably not. Okay. I mean, one of the things I really liked about it is his his club manager Jose Mourinho was furious that um, there was England coaching staff there letting him drink till five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And what he said was, (laughs) I remember when I was at school that if you, for example, if you borrowed somebody's pencil, you took more care of that than you did your own pencil. Mm. And he's saying that England should have done that with his player, which I really, what a fabulous analogy. They've just robbed that pencil into the dirt. (laughs) All the robbers come back chewed off. and (laughs) You know when you get that chewing around the top of a pencil and the paint starts to come away? That's what Rooney's looking like this morning. (laughs) Poor thing. Which is odd because he plays next to Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who looks like a pencil. He's an extraordinary he's got, he looks looking like a character. Rob, he Are looks you like a robber. Him, no. Do you Google him? Yeah, okay. he's, ro- he's because he's next the same width of his head, he looks like a pencil he, with he a robber on it. He wrote a book the... called I Am Zlatan. I recommend it. Yes, it's... Um, I don't really. Well, it is. It's actually regarded as one of the, the great sports sorts of biographies. But he's unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> I think he's confident. OK. Frank Skinner on the radio. I think one of the worries about um, the Wayne Rooney thing yes. is that we have a sort of a England manager in waiting at the moment in Gareth Southgate. Yes. And Good position for a Gareth? Yes. Good well, high-profile Gareth. That's going to make your name a, li- a little more acceptable. Well, mm. maybe you shouldn't have brought up the Gareth Gareth thing, because oh. I think the concern oh. about him is he's a bit wet. Yeah, oh. uh, and then he might not be able to handle all these rough men, and so the, them going out till five o'clock in the morning, yeah, um, it's going to make him look like he said, uh, guys. Um, could you try and get to bed a bit <laughs> exactly. early, please? Um, exactly, because we really want to do well with the football. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we'll be back, boss. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. You just do your jigsaw. <laughs> Great. I think at some point someone would have said sounds. Do yeah. you think, yes, I, and I suspect he uses guys to try and get yeah, on the level with them. You're oh, right. Come you do on, to guys. kind of, you yeah. know, show you're one of the guys. Mm. Yeah, so I, I think, I'm not saying that is true, mm. but it, this has not helped that stereotype of him, the fact they've all just gone out no. party, party, party. You don't yes. think they fear him? They don't fear his wrath? They don't, they don't seem to fear his... That's uh, what I often think. I wish people feared me more. Yeah. Oh, we all we all think that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think people. Frank said he was frightened of me once. Yeah, yeah I'm terrified yeah, I'm, of you. I'm a little bit frightened of you, but we're talking about when you use physical violence. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't often do that. think there is people. The people will only really take good advice if it's seasoned with a little physical violence. Oh, but Frank, I, come on. But I'm. I just don't have the capacity to dish it out. Good. I'm very relieved to hear it. Yeah, that's why you I, need a security guy with an earpiece. That's, what, that's so what I mean. That's what that I mean. There, just give him a... What was his name again? I've forgotten. I gave him a name, I think. My oh, really? Mythical security <laughs> guy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Reginald, I think. Security guards. like You see, they, they wear a shade and... Oh, yes, I'm love, going singular. Deal with it. They love shades. And they shouldn't. It doesn't work. The heads are too large, normally. Really? Well, they're a certain physical type, aren't they, the security guard? And the shades are tiny. 
Yeah, tiny little. I think they look naked without shades, security guards. They really do need them. Mm. Well, aren't, aren't they often quite in quite dark places, though? Where really mm. you need to have your vision. Oh, they're in dark and places, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and if someone hits you, you don't want to be wearing glasses. No. But when I see the Pope, I don't think, hold on, where's the shades? Whereas if I see a security guy, I think, you know. Well, the elderly have got to be careful with shades. Because you do look post-operative. Well, I miss those you? ones that, that clip mm. on the top of normal glasses. <laughs> React to like repeats. Yeah, I know they were all in one. Now these clipped on, and then you mm. could lift them up like little uh, yeah, you like blinkers. Still get those. My dad, when he was drunk, um, thought he what could. What a play. lovely anecdote! Now they're around the fireside, children. He thought he could play the piano because we had a piano. <laughs> And he would sit at the piano and go, dun, 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 dun. I mean, no, there was almost a tune. He's there while he's He was, um, you know, when you read about these, um, I think there was this thing this week that an aeroplane and a drone had a near miss mm. over London. That's how I would describe it with my dad and the tune. There was the occasional near miss. Yeah. Mm. But he never quite found one. He had no idea how to play the piano. But he was so confident in drink. I remember we had people round once, one of whom could play the piano. And my dad said, oh, I can play the piano as well. And he sat down, and uh, the bloke was too frightened to point out that there was basically nothing happening on the keyboard. So I think it can be. Yes. I seem to remember playing piano in, in, a, in a pub as well when I was drunk. I think maybe it's a thing that... Um, oh, really? I'm not suggesting for a second that Wayne Rooney was drunk. But um, yeah, well, he had purple lips. You know, you think you can do, um, you think you can do anything. So um, yes, that's true. Why shouldn't you be able to play the piano? Mm. He said it was. He was finding it hard to stand up. Yeah, so he thought uh, this isn't working. But everyone's got a piece for the a piano piece. I I crack out Bach's air on a G string. Do you? Mm. I doubt if I don't think Wayne Rooney. When I see him, I don't think. I wonder what his piano piece is. <laughs> you know, in the old days, it was footballers. They'd have just been driving. So let's thank for well, nowadays they play the piano. Yeah. That's progress. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, we were talking. We were. Uh, on about a Rooney on the piano. Rooney on the piano, which I would like to have just heard the sound of it. Can yes. you imagine? I can, probably. But would Mashing people have keys. been quite sycophantic and, and said it was great? And well, I said, maestro, encore maestro! <laughs> I think they would have loved the idea. Maybe there might have been some avant-garde musicians in there who thought he was a genius. Well, maybe, yeah. That would be good if someone, an impresario, took him on the road. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the career change we hadn't seen coming for no, my that's true. <laughs> I can't think of a single footballer who has made that transition... To pianist, I like. I I was thinking because it's oh, a there good. Was, I think really Gio Franco Zola played piano. Hmm. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but not as a concert pianist. No, not as a concert pianist. <laughs> but then again, I did see David Helfgott in concert. Do you remember him? No. Yes. He was the man that, was that Shine about was about. Oh yes. Mm. And he had a lot of. Um, I mean, God bless him. He had a lot of problems in his life. Mm. Very talented. But they took him on though. tour. And I saw him, I think, I think he might have been at the Albert Hall. And he was, he was playing the piano and going, whoa, whoa, and stuff like that. I was like, you? People were looking around in amazement. And, and I thought, you've seen the film, haven't you? You know he's got... <laughs> 
problems. <laughs> and there was one great bit when he went, whoa, this is a difficult bit in the middle of the play. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. I think you two should start doing that at live stand-up gigs. I think, I, uh, yeah. I, sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah. I think the audience do it at mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a difficult bit to sit through. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, so Wayne is no Lang Lang. Who no. is? Now, Lang -Lang. I um, Do you know, I, are you familiar with the work of Lang Lang? Yeah, I've I've, yeah, I've worked with him. <laughs> you work with have him? You, you we, haven't worked with Lang Lang. We were on the one show together. Wow, oh. he's a very nice chap, I must say. Yeah. Um, um, I performed. I was teaching in the West Midlands on a course for the long-term unemployed. And they had a Christmas party. Light, and I had this brilliant idea to um, take my guitar and do a song for them. And it was a terrible. <laughs> it was... I did Me and Bobby McGee. Do you know that I, song? I, oh, at least you didn't do Streets no. of London. Oh, it was terrible. So I started... I started... And I, I was a finger picker in those days, so they could hardly hear it. Pick, pick, pick. <laughs> Busted flat in Baton Rouge <laughs> and waiting for a train. They, they heard the word Baton Rouge, thought we don't know what this means, they just started talking again. Uh -huh. And I thought, do I just give up and stop? Or do I carry on playing through yeah. the noise? They just talked, and I was... Green oh, good was good enough. Oh, <laughs> man. I look back on it now. A guy said to me that was the death of a thousand cuts, I remember. <laughs> oh, and no, that's, that's what it felt good. like. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. I've got party tricks. Oh, hold on, I haven't finished going. Oh! <laughs> anyway. Oh, wait till you hear my party tricks. I look forward to seeing this. Go on. Well, you know my party tricks. You've seen them. You're one of my dearest friends. I can do an impression, two impressions. One is Adrian Charles, which you've heard. Yes. The other is quite obscure. That's the problem. It's the dad in uh, Sylvania Waters, which is an Australian reality soap, which was on in about 1987. <laughs> Go on, let's hear it. Is there any good reason why the television isn't on? Well, I mean... It is good, honestly. I, I sense that mm. it's good, you know honestly, what I mean? If anyone was watching that, and it's only from one episode... So, if anyone saw that particular episode in about 1987... Mm. So, I'd like in. to make another appeal for anyone who <laughs> got that impression what, what's that it called again? just did. Sylvania, I don't know his name. Sylvania it was just the dad Waters. in Sylvania Waters. The, da the dad in Sylvania Waters. Um, was that anything like him? Yeah. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Frank, you may recall... Hold on, I have to do my uh, oh, housekeeping. I do apologise. Uh, this is Frank Skinner. Um, I'll put the hoover on. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. You can take this show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Frank at Frank on the radio, email the show by the Absolute Radio website. Lovely. Amen. Mm. Now, um. I did one of my party pieces earlier. Yes, this was... And the, then we what, went back what, on the, air. The dad from... Um, um, Sylvania Waters. Sylvania yes. Waters, yeah. And we were hoping someone would be able to confirm well, that impression. Not. But 085 has said, re-impressions, Emily's doing herself a disservice. Her David Mitchell turning down a photo request was received in the 085 household to critical acclaim. I might need a bit more time to, you know, to remember that one, work yeah. on that. But I've also had some other comments, which I'm afraid have... They've pushed some buttons with me. Hmm. Okay. 740... Emily, yeah. I didn't know there were any Welsh sitcoms back then. 
There's another one, Gareth. Um, yes, dearest Emily, whilst I cannot comment whether or not your recent impression was good or bad, I feel that it must have been a good deal better than your Arnie impression of last year, which suggested he was a Frenchman. Yeah, um, keep up the impressions; they will come good. Now, can I tell you which? That's been that's a trigger for me mm. because I have a bit of a pet hate, which is when someone's doing an impression and they attempt an accent. Mm. And the person listening stops them, stops the mid-anecdote and says, oh, I didn't know he was from Wales. Yeah. And it's always Wales. Oh, no, mm. well, no, sometimes it's, yeah. oh, I didn't know he was Indian. That's yes. the other one. Yes, you mm. get That's that. if you're doing Welsh. Obviously, they can't <laughs> say the Wales thing then, so they have to say if Indian. If it's an Indian accent, they say Welsh, and if it's a it's, Welsh yeah. accent, they say Indian. Yeah. I just works. find it... Why does it annoy me so much? I'm going to workshop this or now. I don't know. I find it a bit route one. Well, I love yes. our readers, it's, it's, but... It's very sad. I mean, I can I sit here and say I've never said it? I probably have said it. No, in you've the past. never said it to me. I might have said it in the past, but I've stopped saying it because obviously yeah, I've already I've said it. Mm. But I think it's such a trigger thing that people do it that they don't even think about it. It's like, <clears throat> it's like that. Just stop doing what does, it. What does that have, mean? have respect for those <laughs> brave enough to attempt throat. the accent. They're telling an anecdote. Be polite. Listen and laugh. Thank you. Well, I. <laughs> Mm, I think say anything except oh I didn't know he was <laughs> and then and not that thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, it's hack, that, isn't it? It's hack. It's been done. It's not new material. You didn't come up with but that. But to be fair, I'm I know, not attacking I, these I, lovely readers. No, I we well, are. But I don't I don't I'm know. Not. I don't I'm know. attacking I'm attacking the fact that people do this without questioning it. And yes, I'm just let's, considering let's question they question it. it. Let's yes. question it. That's the thing. Thank you. And uh, and don't ever ever say again it takes two to tango. No. <laughs> what, what I hate is um, if you compliment someone, you go, "Oh, that was um, very good today, Frank." The radio show, Frank was very good on the radio, and you say, "Thanks, I'll pay you later." Oh yeah. Oh, what about the checks in the post? Come on, nineteen seventy three material. There's no checks anymore, love. I know my very worst one is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, uh, last time blah blah did this. He did it. It was really good. No pressure. Oh, no pressure is just. Oh, what about a then? They add a then on. Oh yeah, no pressure. No pressure then. then. But you know, people have to say something for goodness' sake. <laughs> and uh, I suppose you can't argue in their everyday lives. They can say what they damn well like. Yeah, improv is hard. They can say what they damn well like, other than for my sins. Okay, I won't accept that. <laughs> yes, okay. in any capacity. Um, and this is what I like about... Um, Except so, if you're in church, Frank. The great thing about Soviet Russia is you couldn't <laughs> say what you liked. Mm. You know, they had standards. Well, did they have a list of clichés you had to avoid? Yeah, they had quite a list like of clichés. For example, any clichés that criticise the government. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on the radio. So what's lovely Gareth been up to? I, um, well, I mean, it kind of links a couple of things together. I went... My um, uncle recently got um, married. OK. But late in the we day. all wondered was what was coming there. <laughs> Arrested. <laughs> Tarred and feathered. No. <laughs> Chased out of town like a dog. <laughs> so is, is this some... Is this numero... Dirt? Yeah, numero yeah. dirt. OK. Um, I love a second wedding. Wife in yes. a white trouser suit, nervous-looking husband, <laughs> angry teenage children. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure his was nothing like that. No, he, he was. Um, <laughs> he, he's a church minister. 
Oh, I haven't okay. seen them for a while Ooh. that side of the family so it was it was an event family event but also with added pressure because I haven't been to any no, family no events. pressure <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was pressure oh sorry um, I haven't I haven't really seen them I, th- I would say since I've been doing comedy so that did add some pressure is that, is that a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> or if they just a, thought shall we not see <laughs> Gareth anymore <laughs> so I hadn't thought of that but things do seem to start fitting together mm. oh yeah um, so it was a wedding um, and um, I thought of a joke which was a problem so when first we went to a thing at a hotel it wasn't the actual they got married in Miami he's married a, Colu- a Colombian woman I see yes oh, she, a bit scarface. she's a lovely lady yeah, right. I'm not saying um, Susan I love the internet um, <laughs> <laughs> she's a little bit younger than him I yeah. think or he's done well for himself basically well you know well, let's I hope mean, so. like you know th- and that's a nice thing as a man isn't it that he's that found he's done well for an, att- an attractive woman you know I, I mean he's not bad looking you know he's my uncle so obviously I think he's hot shall I get, so you, what's the shall age I get you a JCB because the shovel isn't digging the hole quick enough <laughs> what's the age gap oh no don't ask I that. don't know I don't, don't know and I will nobody okay. you wouldn't ask but um oh, anyway I would. first question they're a lovely couple first question out the traps um, but there were speeches being made. And you know when you see other people doing public speaking, you have a little think about what you might say in the situation. Can I ask, were you invited to the Miami uh, ceremony? No, I wasn't invited. So there was a Miami, Miami and a UK? Yes. OK. OK. And this, the proper marriage was in Miami. And this Lovely. was like I was uh, once on the beach in Miami at mm-hmm. one thirty in the morning with Mark, F- Mark Foster, the Olympic swimmer. Really? Oh, I'm surprised they could tell you apart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had my top on. Oh, Yeah, I wouldn't take my top off next to him. He's an Adonis. Anyway, carry on. Um, and I started... I thought of a joke. Okay. Well, there weren't were many you meant, jokes Were you meant to do a speech me. or you just thought of a joke and thought you'd say it? No, I didn't. Oh. No, you weren't supposed to do... And I wasn't doing a speech, but I just thought, you know, if I was making a speech, there weren't any jokes. No one was doing jokes. No. It was a very serious affair. It was like, isn't... Because he's church minister, it was like, isn't it a wonderful thing... That um, God has done to put these people together mm. is isn't it wonderful? Well, I'm sure he's taking credit from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it a, isn't it a wonderful? It was not thing? an internet marriage. Okay. Can I just no, say no, that it was a wonderful, wonderful, nothing wrong with an internet marriage. Can no. we make that clear? Look, we don't know if it's an internet well, marriage. It's not an internet marriage. Okay, it's but not an internet marriage. It's definitely not an internet marriage. Not an internet marriage. Well, stop being so prejudiced. People meet Sorry. on the internet. Stop being so prejudiced, you're going to get elected for something. That's how some people meet, is via the social media sites. Oh. Oh. Sitting at home in the dark. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the joke I thought of was... Yeah. Um, what a lovely couple um, they make. Oh, um, well, you're not going to tell me she's Bosty, the, the bride. <laughs> what? She's not Bosty, is she the bride? No. No, it wasn't. No, Thank that God. wasn't the joke. Thank that was God. the setup. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes, this isn't. That wasn't the joke yet. Okay. And it says, um, either God must be really pleased with him or very angry with her. That was the you, because oh yes because, because he's either been rewarded for his goodness and or she's, she's been, been punished. punished for, it's yeah. a good joke. Yeah, it's, on, it's 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 near the knuckle. Do you think Frank it's near Skinner the knuckle? Do that. I think it's in the same postcode as the knuckle. Yes, it is near the knuckle. And yeah. you, as I thought, I thought hmm, it's, it's a, a good bit, job you weren't doing a. It's a bit near the knuckle. A speech. 
Yes. Unfortunately, when we had the gathering later in their house, what I didn't know is that they have a tradition in their family that basically at the end of the meal, they'll all sit around and everyone has to make a speech and say what they thought of what had just happened. Oh, my God, let's, I let's, absolutely bilious. Let's leave it, let's leave it there. And we'll come, we'll come back to this is a cliffhanger and a half. Oh. 50, what did he say? 50 pence, 5p. 50 pence, 5p. If you don't have the reference, trust me. Frank Skinner on the radio. We are on the edge of our seats. <laughs> it is the wedding dinner and... Um, Gareth, Gareth must take his turn to speak yes. of the bride of, and I've groom. I've thought of a joke. Um, we were at a hotel for the first speeches, and then we went back to the house, and I thought, right, yes. so we were in the clear, we were relaxing. They give me a big glass of wine, and then they keep filling up that glass of wine. Do you, I didn't even know you drank at all. Do you drink a bit? Oh, he yeah. likes a drink. I dr- okay. Well, I drink. Oh, we all had a drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a whiskey drink. Uh-huh. No, I drink. I'm not. He drinks a cider drink. I'm not a big drinker. No. Oh, no I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Part of the problem. Oh, thank. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you yes. had a glass of wine. Yeah, and um, and then. We all sit in the conservatory. There's a lot of kids running I'm around. A bit so clued, eh? It's quite stressful family things. You know, people know that for kids, all yeah. sorts kids, of reasons. Kids in suits kids. dancing to the Beatles. Yes, <laughs> dancing wedding, to the Beatles. <laughs> that's what weddings are all about. On being raised up on people's uh, shoes. Yeah, exactly. That little dance. <laughs> so we all sit down together, and um, and my uncle's going to say a, a few more words. So I think, okay, more speeches. So he says something, and then um, his um, new wife said a few words. And then, so as I said, what I didn't know is that generally the tradition is in the house is that everyone says a few words. Lovely. And they don't tell you that on the way in. I think it's a good tradition. Yeah, well... Well, if you've prepped. <laughs> yeah, if you've, if like... It is kind of amazing, and I'm not Mr Political Correctness, but it's kind <laughs> of amazing that you go to weddings and the bride's dad yeah. speaks and then the groom and then the best man and then that's the speech. I agree. Yeah. Hold on, whoa! It's 2016. And the ladies don't say a word. Yeah. Well, there's limited time. Yeah. Um, what? That, no, uh, they wait, they wait no, till no. they're married <laughs> proper. <laughs> then and you then, can't stop them and talking. And then... <laughs> oh, no, on again, on again, on again, on again, on Anyway... And so they make speeches, and then my uncle says, Gareth, would you like to say a few words? And even in those speeches, I've been thinking, well, I know what I would say if I was going to make yes, a speech. Yeah, we all know what you're going to say. And then you feeling a bit tanked up at that point. I'm feeling a little bit tanked up. Yeah. And then I, I am very on the spot. Yeah. I was not prepared to make a speech. Well, you've been and planning so, it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but not really make a speech. And then okay. the problem was... Did you say that joke or not? Yeah, I did. I said that joke. Oh. So you stood I up. I said that joke. And I said, said... I didn't stand up. We weren't standing up, but... Um, you couldn't stand up at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the piano mashing the keys. <laughs> exactly. Thinking of vodka um, drinking a whiskey I drink. said, they're a lovely couple. Uh... Um, God must be either very pleased with him or very angry with her. And what happened? And it got, I would say, a mixture of very uncomfortable laughter and gasps. <gasps> gasp. You got a gasp. Gasp my, at a wedding. My <laughs> uncle went very red. He's smiling, but he yeah. did go very red. 
Fury then, or embarrassment? <laughs> I think a mixture. Oh, <laughs> I love yeah. that fury embarrassment cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, but everyone was quite cool about it, and they were like, oh yeah, yeah Gareth, guess the comedian, no, that's, no, they uh, <laughs> Also, they love a joke that acknowledges the existence of God. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. on yeah. on message. How was she and, with um, you afterwards? And then, well, afterwards, my uncle came up and, in a jokey way, grabbed me by the lapels. Yeah, and said, "You saying." My wife has been punished by being made to marry me. Yeah. In a funny in a jokey way, you're saying. It's quite a firm, <laughs> yeah. okay, violent I jokey way. I remember when someone threw me out of that moving car in a jokey way once. It was so funny. Yes. That, grabbing by lapels is never jokey. No, but he was he was playing along and enjoying mm. the joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, she doesn't speak any English, so I oh, think I got it was in the clear. <laughs> and no one see us and, and, and I looked. My uncle laughed, but then she looked like, "Oh, something happened," and no one explained what had happened. She doesn't no speak one, any no English at all. Very quite little. She's learning. Okay. Yeah. My Aren't we all dear? Spanish. That'll be the first thing that's explained to her. <laughs> <laughs> Almost by me when I call her after this show. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Oh, well, it's a great... It's, I'm glad you actually went for it. That's I the did, trouble with comedies, it. and it, once it's there, it's a bit like, oh, I didn't know he was French. It's, you know, it's, it's sort of... It, once it's in your mind, it has to come out. Respect to you, Gareth Richards. <laughs> Even though you have alienated an enormous section of your family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and can I say you've compounded it by speaking about it on national radio. I'm sure they won't be listening. <laughs> Oh, no. No, but I'm sending them the pod. (laughs) This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Gareth, Mm -hmm. I'm still reeling from the uh, wedding gate, but we must talk, at least briefly this week, about... We've talked a lot about the Donald, or as Mm. you call him, Frank. Trumpelstiltskin. Lovely. I think it's going to stick, that one. Well... I don't think it's gone onto the world stage. <laughs> it is. I think I heard Trumple in skin, and it was too complicated. Keep it simple. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we haven't heard quite so much about Hillary. Yes, Because history Hillary. is written by the victors, as we know. Mm. Poor Hillary, as she's now now. <laughs> she, she's taken over from uh, poor Jen. It's yeah. poor Jennifer Aniston for so long. Now she's remarried, it's, it's uh, poor Hillary. I still sense an air of sadness about Jennifer Aniston. She's all right. Yes, we'll be fine. And she once said, turn a page, people. Mm. Hillary is gutted. It's not been the best week for her. And she came out and she made... She, she did a public s- uh, engagement. But she That's did right. say she never wanted to leave the house again. She said there have been a few times this past week when all I wanted to do was just curl up with a good book or our dogs. Nice that they got a mention, respect, and never leave the house again. You say respect, but <laughs> I heard that, and she said sometimes I just want to sit and curl up with a good book, and I thought respect, and then she said, or our dogs, I thought <laughs> contempt, <laughs> so quickly. Would you curl up with the dogs? Imagine that all licking your mouth. <laughs> and if you're <laughs> going to never leave the house again, and all the ent- or, or you like, how much curling up with dogs can you do? Exactly. Once you're... That's and not also, a long-term she's gonna plan, leave, is she's it? She's got not going to leave the house again, but of course Bill will be out on his talking <laughs> to us. What's he going to be curling up with? That's what we want to know. Well, I think the coolest thing she could do now is take a little selfie of you curled up with a book and make that book the art of the deal. That would be very cool. That would be good. 
What? So that would be the cover of her book? No, that's Donald Trump's that's book, not... The Art of the Deal. Oh, I see. You see? So she can laugh at herself? Oh, uh, yes. Now... I know, can I say, this is how I felt the night after the um, 101 tickets auction. <laughs> I thought I would just curl up and just uh, <laughs> never go out the house again. She looked... What I also liked was that you could tell, because she looked a bit post-breakup, yeah. the hair was a little lank... Yeah, she had hair like she'd just been swimming. I there was no blow dry. I think she looked a bit it was? Um, post um, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> post breakup, I always think of people making a, sup- a supreme effort to look great. I mean, Not the first three days. Yeah. Your no, eyes are puffy, your hair's really. lank. I think she might have got more votes if she hadn't worn um, the makeup because she looks more like a real mm, person. Oh, okay. Maybe that was what also the blow dry. What's, I mean, you're the expert on this. Was she wearing any makeup at all for that speech? Yes, a great deal. Was she <laughs> just good? What kind of makeup? <laughs> Halloween stage makeup for. Uh... <laughs> I respected her for that, though. I mean, I, I doubt we'll see mm. Donald Trump just... out without his makeup. In well, the thing is, no, well, exactly. If you she still lose... wears far less than him, may I say? If you if you've been working very hard on your hair and you lose to Donald Trump. Mm, with I his know. hair. I mean, no. she's never going to do her hair ever again. Well, that's no. what's the point. I, I don't mind Donald Trump. What a Trump. waste of Elnett. I think you can justify Donald Trump wearing false tan because he, um, you know, he comes with his own canopy. He's never yes. going to get a tan <laughs> from the sun. <laughs> but uh, I do, Well, like, I, is the torso of Donald... Is the torso of Donald... <laughs> 100% white. Is everything white and then it's just I'd the orange pumpkin head? Yes. So it's just the pillows are orange and just and the sheets are all white still. That that's that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. I, I would be very surprised if he's got and the he all does the over. hands. The hands orange, just the extremities. That I doesn't think. need much though for the hands. Hello extremities tanning. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. I can't imagine him standing there in his pants getting sprayed. Oh, I can. Um, I bet he's got a trust. Hold on, hold on. No, it turns out I can imagine it. <laughs> you know what? It's all right. Oh. I thought it'd be horrible, but... He's a six-footer. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? He's a six-footer. Is he? Mm. Height? Yeah. Is that how he won? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, he's very tall. I think he's over six foot. I think he's six foot two. All the presidents tend he's to be. He's one of the tallest... That's how they do in America. The Barack, wins. Barack Obama yeah. was tall, wasn't he? He just fell. Oh, yeah, say he's passed away. He's still with he's us. Tall. He's no longer in office. Yeah. Donald Trump's taller than Barack Obama. Can I say he's in office? He's still. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, he's holding on. <laughs> well, I, I I thought she looked better with less makeup. It's that Madonna thing. I like the fact that she looked like you know, she looked more human. Yeah. There's an element, a slight element of of um, chalky. About it, but I mean, just that, just every, just sort of now and again. Mm. Frank, you know, you said Barack Obama's still in office, and you're correct technically, but isn't it a bit last days of GMTV? They yeah. all go a bit mad. They don't it's care. Gone a bit. Come on, yeah, I, 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 I saw- bet it is. I bet he has. Sort of, I bet he's found um, <laughs> the talking clock in London and just left it off the hook. And he sewed prawns in the curtain hems yeah, in the Oval that, Office. Oh man, I bet he's. I bet he got a bucket of water over the door <laughs> when Donald Donald comes in. Donald. <laughs> oh, what? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I um, I went to a, a celebration of uh, Jonathan Miller's work this week. One of my parents' oh. friends, thank you. Oh, yes, and that uh, doesn't surprise <laughs> me. 
I was talking to uh, John Sargent and uh, his wife and Robert Peston. Oh, yes. In the interval. Wasn't he on your uh, Room 101 show? He was. Um, and um, £1,000 at the auction? Yes, indeed. So um, I put it to John Sargent that... Because uh, they were talking about Trump and Brexit and mm. stuff. And I, I put it to John Sargent that he actually began the process... That has that has culminated in Brexit and and Donald Trump. Wow! I think when he was on Strictly, mm. that was when the public first thought, you know what, we don't have to listen to the experts <laughs> and follow what you know, f- and follow what you know, the sensible thing. We can mm. vote for anybody we like for any mm. reason we like. So you said to him that when the public lost all respect for pundits was yeah. because of him because being of, on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, I, yes. yeah, I How did that, that fly? How, did it go well? <laughs> you know what, he seemed to he seemed to go all right with it. Ah. Yeah. Is he sort of flattered? I don't know if he was... I don't know if flattered was, was quite the word. He got me by the lapels and said, you're saying... No, he didn't. Um, no, he seemed to take it well, but he's a mild-mannered gent. Mm. Um, but I think there might be some truth in it. Interesting. People just thought, hold on, we could... We yeah. can just vote for who we like. They took back the power. Yeah, that, that was it, Sergeant Beginning. The, cr- the crossover of reality TV bec- is interesting because now I look at Alan Sugar and he is a total underachieving loser. Like he's well, because he's not president. He started the, yeah. yeah, he's not the no, leader of done, this country. No, he's done nothing. What has he well, done with it? Hold your high horses. There's time yet. <laughs> yeah, there's life not. in the old dog yet. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I tell you, can I ask you this? This is a moral question. Jonathan Miller did an interview, and he's an, he's an, he's in his eighties now. He wears a jean sometimes. He, yeah, he didn't wear a jean that night. Okay. I was. I, that's what he'll always be significant to me because I went to Lab OM and I saw him there. He directed it, and he had mm. jeans on, and I thought, that's it. I'm never wearing jeans again. Uh, in an old, in an older <laughs> man, they they don't work. Yeah. Anyway, much our respect to him, and he did an interview and he talked about his career and stuff. So this was going on in between extracts from his um, operas he's directed. But um, he... um da He forgot some stuff because he's, you know, he's 80-odd. Mm. And um, the audience laughed when okay. he forgot. Oh, because he forgot. So in the inter- there's an interview, sitting, it's, it's a filmed interview, sitting in his living room, and he said, yes, I, well, I, I remember being very amazed. I was working with a, a, an actor, and, and he... Well, he was um, an actor. Right, Rachel, what was, what was the name of that actor? Who, yes, yes, yes. Laurence Olivier. <laughs> and, um, and it got quite a big laugh. Yeah. But I thought, please, hate you, Hot. Is, mm. is this all right? <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of a dispute after, but I thought, you know, he's an ex satirist. Well, exactly. He'll be fine. And the it. magnitude of the name he forgot is surely know, that's, that's where the comedy that, that's is. That's what's brilliant about <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, you know, I, it's not what was the name of that actor. He's the actor. My memory is getting worse, but I, I'm, I'm hoping I can hold on to Sir Lawrence Olivier. But who mm. knows? I spent. I am still. Don't tell me. I'm still in the process. This is the third day of me trying to remember the name of the. And don't tell me right. of the character who goes. 
into the jungle in Heart of Darkness and who has to, the, like the evil bloke who's oh, okay. corrupted. He's got one mm. name. Yes, right. I know. Played by Brando in the film. And I've been, I'm still working on it. I'm well, three you know days. What? Don't I've tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to say I've got that lovely feeling when I know. Yeah, it's a great feeling. And it doesn't happen often. But what, imagine. Because Uncle three Frank days. knows more than me often. But on this occasion, no siree. No, I can't. Um, I cannot remember it. I can. Good. <laughs> <clears throat> In Apocalypse Now or in Heart of Darkness? Well, it's the same same character. Oh, okay. The is book, it? the oh. book's Heart of Darkness. Oh, all right, oh, student common room. Okay. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the Creek Star, I'm still trying to remember it. I kept thinking Queeg, which is the name of the captain in the K Mutiny. You're getting close, but no. No. Anyway, I know um, what it is. Or I know you do. We've established that. <laughs> The I'm good really Lord's Bears and the Creeks don't rise. We're back again this time next week. Now get out. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens. Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.